Hello and good afternoon, Xbox Nation. Welcome to this week's new episode of X Vlog Live. I'm your host, Mr. Boomstick XL. And today, folks, well, we have two topics, two very pointed topics. One broke late last night that we have learned that the Killer Instinct developer is going to be doing a, of course, I'm talking about Iron Galaxy. Let me just give the, the, the name the shout out. They are officially back to working on Killer Instinct. And on the 22nd of November, we are going to see what they've been up to regarding the, uh, the 10th anniversary update. And, of course, what they intend to do for the next 10 years of Killer Instinct, which is absolutely amazing. And quite frankly, still one of the best fighters in the business. Like I said, you, you, you take that... No shade to Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6, Guilty Gear, Blaze Blue, Tekken 8 that is releasing soon. But, I mean, if you want to talk about fighters, granddaddy of fighters, there's none better than Killer Instinct. And I am here to tell you that I am ready for a sequel to a launch title that to this day still looks amazing. But the other topic that we're going to get into is... Well, we're going to be asking the question, is there an actual Xbox tax? Because if you listen to some people in the gaming media, uh, some people on the socials, they'll tell you that you are a tinfoil hat nut. And look, I have uh, something here that uh, someone posted on, um, on X or on Twitter. His name is uh, Joey Phantom Kraken. And he posted an interview, uh, a sit-down interview with Larry Herb. He, Larry Herb sat down with Greg Miller. And uh, again, it's only, it's only about a minute or so. But Larry Herb actually comes out and says, yeah, we, we are measured differently than Nintendo and PlayStation. Now, I understand that he is retired, and I get all of that. But I think that his, his opinion, even though he is retired, is absolutely relevant to the conversation that we are going to have now we were scheduled to have mav fun speculation join us i don't know if he's running late but hopefully we can get him in here but you know who we have here today that we have not had on the show in a minute and that is jamie moran jamie first of all hello good afternoon because i know that you're in the uk so i think for you it's 5 p.m Great to have you back on the channel. I know that you've been busy with your own stuff, which has been really, really, really good. How you feeling, man? Hey, man. Thanks to be. It's it's good to be here because I, I don't think I've been on one of your shows since like the third lockdown. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, it has been a while, man. But yeah, it's a. Uh, I mean, we're obviously going to be talking about the Xbox tax stuff, and like you said, if you even broach the subjects. Uh, you call the crazy person, tinfoil right. hat wearer. Uh, no matter how much you show the proof and how right. different each company gets treated differently, uh, you get called crazy. And I think that's a bit of a shame because it, to a lot of us, it's blatantly obvious. And in the Xbox space, like I feel like the Xbox community is very um, close-knit, very community-focused. Yes. Yep. And when it comes to this stuff, we always realize this and see it and post about it on Twitter or X. Screw that. I'm not calling it X. <laughs> yeah, I call it Twitter. It's, it's, yeah. just, it's just dumb. Um, but, like, it's been going on for years, sadly, but, yeah. Well, listen, you know, let, let's open up 
with uh, the news that came the way of, let me just pull it up over here. Um, last night, while we were doing the primetime gaming, which was a magnificent uh, show last night, we had Pixelbit G join us, uh, and we lo- a lot of debate. And obviously, w- what I loved about it is that there were a lot of opinions. Some agreed, some dis- disagreed. Um, no one was yelling over each other. No one was crying foul. We were giving our, our our grown man opinions about being disappointed with the Game Awards once again. Um, and during that stream, which if you missed, is going to be up on the RSS feeds as soon as this feed is done. And it's up on, on YouTube right now for you to go back and check out. Killer Instinct, the official Killer Instinct Twitter account, dropped the bomb, folks. And that's what I want to open up with, because obviously, listen, I'm a fighter, right? I have a Street Fighter Five stick. I have a Killer Instinct fighter stick, which is rare and extremely valuable. Um, I've been a fight. I've been a fighting fan since the old Super NES days when Killer Instinct actually was launched. Oh, could you believe that it was launched on the the Super Nintendo? It's crazy to me. And if you don't remember that, it was a black cartridge. Uh, with with Fulgore on the cover, pretty dope stuff, uh, and unbelievable that it actually worked. It's just just it's just madness. Um, but Iron Galaxy, obviously, is the last one to touch Killer Instinct with seasons two and three, and they were brilliant, right? They were brilliant seasons, and unfortunately, one of the tropes that Xbox suffered. When mismanagement was, of course, running rampant, uh, you know, with Donnie D and such, is that they were tasked to work on someone else's game. And after that, they got done working on that, they decided to get into the free-to-play games, and they made their own. So what happened? Well, what happened is there was no Season 4, and there were no updates to of Killer Instinct. And we've heard Phil Spencer and Matt Booty specifically talk about hey we we talk about killer instinct all the time our problem is finding the right developer now here we are and of course nobody wants to see anybody fail but unfortunately iron galaxy's studio they they put out their free to play game apparently it was it was good but it 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 just did not hit like they expected to um now that potentially could kill any company and it just turns out, folks, that they are now seated in reviving and potentially revamping Killer Instinct. Now, I would imagine that because they were the stewards of seasons two and three, that it's going to be Killer Instinct. It's just going to be more bombastic. It's going to have bigger characters. I would imagine the guest characters that are going to be in here hopefully will be robust because let's call it like it is xbox now owns abk i think there's a lot of characters that they could bring in from just those two uh, uh studios um as well as you know stuff from bethesda stuff from i mean even the some of the characters like uh joanna dark for instance would be a great character um so this is what they tweeted um jamie Join us for a developer stream with Iron Galaxy on Wednesday, November 22nd at 1 
p.m. Pacific time, which of course would be 4 p.m. here on the East Coast. It's Killer Instinct's 10th anniversary, and we'll be sharing the latest news and upcoming changes to K uh, to Killer Instinct. And you can watch it on twitch.com slash iron galaxy. Um, Jamie, is, is this a big deal? Because before I even let you answer that, for me, and again, you know, you can call me a conspiracy nut or whatever. I like to, I, 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 I don't, I don't mind being wrong. I'll admit it on the air. I'll, t- I'll take chances. I believe, folks, and I have. Do, I did not speak to anybody in Microsoft. I have no connections where that I could. What I'm about to say could potentially I could get this information. I'm going on a hunch. When they came back to Killer Instinct, Iron Galaxy said in a tweet that they have 10 years of Killer Instinct ready to rock and roll following the 10 years of the fact that it's that it launched uh, that would that was relaunched in 2013 uh for the xbox one well i'm here to tell you that because microsoft is in the and still in the acquisition phase i believe that this studio has already been purchased they just have not been announced and if it's under the threshold which I believe is 300 million or is it 100 million? Please, someone in, in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. They don't have to report this because it's under, under the threshold. I believe that this is going to be one of the many studios that get announced as acquisitions solely through 2024. Jamie, let's get your hot take on that as well as the fact that Killer Instinct is coming back. You know, I have to agree. Uh, Microsoft, they a lot of people used to see Microsoft as this like live service focused company, but if you look at all the games coming out in the future, they're all single player 90% of them. And even though that's a really cool thing, they do need live service stuff. And fighting games are popping off at the minute. You have uh, Street Fighter, people are loving that, Mortal Kombat, people love that, you know, the, the DLC, the characters, and all that stuff. You have Tekken coming out early next year, which people are really looking forward to. And like Microsoft has all bases covered other than fighting games, but they already have killer instincts. So they've already talked about how it's going to get a next gen upgrade. And the studio does need money. They do need work because Iron Galaxy, they're a talented studio. They know what they're doing. And fighting games aren't exactly they aren't exactly easy to make. Uh and you know, they've done free to play stuff and unfortunately it hasn't worked for them. But if you look like 10 years ago, uh Killer Instinct launched on a console that was uh, covered in, you know, controversy for whatever reason. And like now, Microsoft's in a great place. Uh, back then, Microsoft only owned a few studios and a few, like a handful of IP they would actually use. Now they own Activision, Blizzard, Bethesda. So they could have dozens potentially of other characters added. And I think more than ever, it's likely to come back because. Back then, it was during the, the Donny D era where we would get these games. They wouldn't get supported yeah. after launch. They would never get sequels. And this is when, when when Microsoft had so few studios. They were working with second party. That's why we had all the issues with Crackdown and Recore took ages to come out. Uh, but now, that's not really an issue. The studios can do what they want. They get more support more than ever. Microsoft clearly has funding for the gaming division, evidently, you know, billions. Um, so I think now more than ever, 
Killer Instinct has a huge chance of coming back, especially since like like Killer Instinct in the UK is trending probably every week for the past year. So there is a fan base that want that IP to come back. And I think it's a big enough franchise to come back. And I think there's enough people that want it to come back. And plus what they could do with, like you're saying, with the characters and the live service element, because again, it's free. Um, yeah, I, th- I think it could happen. And, you know, and, and all, by all rights, it should happen. Uh, you know, you made, you made the mention of Crackdown. For instance and that's 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 a great pick because what happened with crackdown is that game was going to be something super special it really yeah. was and unfortunately what wound up happening is because there were no words in a contract that said hey if you are going to be acquired we have first right to attempt to uh spend the money or to at least match it right that wasn't in the contract and what happened is epic games bought that technology and that technology uh, could have, I would imagine, could have been easily licensed, but they just chose not to do that. And what what happened? Well, they had to pull pull it all out of Crackdown. And what? And listen, I'm gonna tell you this right now. I have no, I don't apologize for this. Crackdown three, folks, was dope. If you didn't like it, I hear you. I'm not gonna fight with you. It was dope. I spent a ridiculous amount of time in that. Loved every second of that game. Though, of course, if it would have had the technology that was shown off about them, about the agent shooting through the wall, it would have been something even more special. But that had to be all ripped out and overhauled, which which sucked. Uh, does that mean that we'll never get a new crackdown? I mean, I don't know. I mean, with Game Pass, I don't think there's anything out of, out of, the, out of the question. I think you can take chances with, um, you know, with games that you don't that are not going to sell 10 million copies. Uh, like a Starfield, for instance, you don't have to worry about a Starfield, uh, you know, hitting, um, even though it did, right? Uh, like, for instance, if they ever decided to go and I don't know, revisit something like Crimson Skies, like I think Crimson Skies is one of the fan, one of the most underrated OG Xbox games that to this day still holds up graphically. If you put it on the Series X with the upres, it looks phenomenal. And you know what? That could be a free-to-play game because there's you there's not only a single-player story, which is dope, but there's multiplayer with planes. You're literally dogfighting. It's phenomenal. So if they wanted to take a chance, they absolutely could. And now I'm going to turn all of this back on. Well, what, what's my point? My point is Killer Instinct is in a position where games as a service, Jamie, are just hitting like a dump truck, right? Halo Infinite, folks, which you see right on your right on your screen. I didn't get a chance to do it because I was doing some stuff before the show. I spent six hours yesterday, three hours last night. I went to bed at two in the morning, which is, you know, old men don't usually do that. And I recorded uh, about six or seven hours of Halo 3 Refueled. My God, it is so freaking good. And that's a games that's a, that's a games as a service. You know what else is a games as a service? Sea of Thieves. Not for me, but when they add that in December where you can play by yourself and you can just, you know, it's 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 PVE, I'm in. I'm going to I'm going to be a pirate legend cuz I get I get a chance to do it without getting robbed. You heard my story a hundred times, I'm not going to tell it again. And of course, Grounded just got the big update. These three games, this is this is not including what's happening with ESO. 
with Fallout 76, with Call of Duty, with Diablo 4. These are just what we... I, I just took three. Could you imagine, Jamie, if Killer Instinct comes out and it's one of those fighters that, you know, you, you can buy it or you, you have... The, I, don't, I, I don't actually don't... I'm not even sure how they would do this. Would this be a free-to-play? Would it be... Uh, just in Xbox Game Pass, and you can buy characters like Fortnite. Like, you know, you buy your, your skins for your characters. I, I honestly don't know. How, what angle do you think that they need to approach a new Killer Instinct? I think with Killer Instinct, they will probably go free-to-play. And I honestly think they'll adopt the Fall Guys model or the Fortnite model where you have the Battle Pass. And some people get really put back when you hear your Battle Pass because I'm a single-player gamer, Right. Uh, so battle passes aren't really my thing. However, there's clearly some value in that. Like yeah. I get, I get the Fall Guys battle pass because it's actually worth it. You only have to buy it ever just once. Um, yeah. uh, but like with Kill Instinct, you could have like all the different characters, different armor pieces, and different cosmetics per character. And just the way, like it would encourage people to play as different characters. So one one minute you could. Basically, uh, level level one to ten, your players Ram from Gaze of War, and then ten to twenty is Chai from High Five Rush, oh and then God, each character yeah. could have its own like different style of armor pieces because all these characters kind of really do have their own different sets of like cosmetics anyway. Like Chai alone in High Five Rush has like eight different uh, like main costumes. So yeah. uh, I I don't think in twenty twenty three and beyond, Kill Instinct should be a you know a seventy dollar title. I think free to play, especially when you have other fighting games popping off, like you know Street Fighter and Mortal Kombat. And some people don't like the whole free to play angle, but if you if you really think about it, Killer Instincts, in my opinion, and as someone that doesn't really play fighting games anymore, I know for a fact that Killer Instinct requires more skill because button bashing, and I've tried, doesn't really work in Killer Instincts. It Instinct. does not work. No, it does yeah. not. This is yeah, this is not Tekken. This is a very, a, it's stylized, but there is a lot of back-end control that you have to learn. Like, I don't play every character. I, I My main go-to for me is, is Saber Wolf. It has been since the arcade days. Uh, I've tried Jago. He's okay. I, I, I like, um, I like Riptor. Uh, that's that he kind of plays a little bit like, um, like Saber Wolf. I don't play a lot of the characters. Because there's a there's a massive learning curve, but you're onto something. But I do think, again, like I'm a single player person, and even though I don't play fighting games anymore, I'll say this: they could do the Halo Infinite route, where the multiplayer is free, and they put out a story campaign that's paid. They could, they could. You know, I, I want to give a shout out to Jay Hamid in the chat, and he says something pretty interesting, and 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 it's on on point. He says. I'm sorry, Boom. Xbox doesn't need more gas games. Everything shouldn't be free to play. We have Game Pass. We can get a 6 to 12 hour story mode with multiplayer that doesn't need to suck our walls uh, dry. Pause. Uh, you know something? Fantastic post, brother. Uh, and you're on to something. Um, I don't expect Xbox to adopt every game to be gas. Um, but if you look at traditional fighters... Mortal Kombat, right? They sell you a $70 package, well worth every penny, right? Every penny is it's worth it. And then they have these uh, you know, the 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 um the the combat packs. 
And what I've seen from a lot of people is a lot of pushback because their combat packs are a bit of their bit pricey. Now, I don't care because, well, I love Mortal Kombat and I have bought every one of their combat packs, um, whether it's twenty dollars, thirty dollars or even I think I think this I think the next the, the, the first one is it's pretty pricey. I, I think it's forty four bucks. I have to I'll confirm it. But if you offer Killer Instinct as a free-to-play model, and you somehow... See, what you need to do is the best of both worlds. Mortal Kombat has an incredible single-player campaign. It, it really does. Now, I haven't played... I know this is this is a, a sin of sins. I haven't played Mortal Kombat 1. You know why? Because my backlog is as tall as I am, and I'm, I'm a big dude. I'm six feet. Uh, I am trying to get to many ga- as many games I can. I can... And unfortunately, I do five shows. I have real, you know, real life stuff that goes on that I have to take care of a house. It's just just, just not enough time in the day, especially when you consider something like Starfield that has stolen five days of my life. Um, so I will get to it eventually. And even before I get to it, I will buy the ca- character pack because that first character pack is pretty dope. But getting back to Killer Instinct, I, I hear what you're saying, Jay Hamid. I think there is a fine line that must be walked because what I what I'm hoping for is I, I I'm a multiplayer guy in Halo. I'll dabble in Call of Duty a little bit. Uh, I'll play uh, you know I'll, I still play Titanfall two, which is amazing. Um, I I play the Division, right? But I am not a multiplayer fighter guy. Like I want to play against the uh, against uh, the AI, have a story, get the story, beat it pick another character, and just and, and continue wash, rinse, and whatever. Why I think that it can exist in both is because of Xbox Game Pass. There is a way to have the development dollars. See, ultimately, what, what Xbox wants you and me and Jamie and everybody in the chat to do is continue to pay for Xbox Game Pass. And as long as they keep dropping in Games like Starfield and like Motorsport and, you know, potentially a new Killer Instinct and South of Midnight and the list just keeps going and going and going. You're going to keep paying. And if you are someone that have never been a part of Xbox, well, you know how that's going to happen when Call of Duty Gulf War comes out next year and that drops into Xbox Game Pass day and day. And people that are PlayStation gamers who are not diehards, not going to abandon their whole uh, library, you're going to get the normies that are going to sell their PlayStation 5s. I'm sorry, that, that is, that's a thing. That is going to happen, whether you believe it or you don't. Now, I say that because normies or the casual gamers, well, they don't support multiple consoles, right? They, they, they pick a platform that has uh, their games that they want to play with their friends, and something like Call of Duty that is going to be available for 15 bucks, or well now $17, $16.99, is going to entice people to say, well, why should I pay the Sony price of $76.43 when I can just pay 17 bucks and it's in my service? This is this is crazy. So I think you're going to see a migration of people move over. And maybe the fighting game fans who are fans of Mortal Kombat who are fans of Street Fighter, who are fans of Tekken, are going to see a new, updated, 
graphically intense, big bombastic characters uh, in Killer Instinct come back, and that's going to bring people to Xbox because it is going to be on PC and Xbox only. Um, what, what, what are your thoughts on that, Jamie? Uh, you know, when it comes to this, is, I like to call it the Mandela effect when it comes to Xbox. Everyone has this thought that everything is live service. Um, because I've seen a bunch of people mention this in the chat already. And like, if you look at this games with DLC, um, like, you know, your Halo and your, your Grounded and all that stuff and High Five Rush, uh, those, uh, a lot of people treat those as single player games. I do. Like, I mainly cover single player games. And when it comes to Xbox, they have a bunch of single-player games in development. Uh, and it's not games-as-a-service stuff. Avowed, Hellblade 2, Fable, Perfect Dark, Outer Worlds 2, Indiana Jones, State of Decay, uh, Elder Scrolls 6, obviously that's far away, South of Midnight, Clockwork Revolution, Kojima's game is rumored to be a uh, single-player, Contraband, People Can Fly's game, uh, Project Mara, Everwild, The Fallout 3 Remaster, which is probably going to be announced in the next few months. A bunch of, other, a bunch of stuff if like that. If not... At the Game Awards. Yeah. But yeah. Please keep and, going. Yeah. And like uh, the Oblivion remake or Oblivion remaster, that's rumored to come out next year. Yeah. Alongside uh, Indiana Jones. So, like, it, I, I'm a single player person. I, do, I don't really play multiplayer anymore. Uh, I don't think people should be worried. And I think, like, I'm a realist. I, I know that Microsoft makes billions in different avenues. We all know this. But if you really think about it, Killer Instinct needs to make money to survive. The studio needs to make money. They can't just put out a game and say, hey, it's in Game Pass. It is what it is. They have to monetize Killer Instinct in a realistic way. That, that, let's be honest. They, ha they have to be realistic. And the most realistic way to go about it in 2023 and beyond, for the multiplayer, they have to go free to play. Like campaign, they can charge whatever they want for it. They could go crazy with it. They could do platforming segments, anything they want. But I think putting out a $70 game, even though it would be in Game Pass, I think it just wouldn't work in the modern age. I mean, you're, you, again, you're, you're definitely on to something. Um, I, 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 it depends on what it looks like, ultimately. Wh whether or not it is going to be, um, you know, if it's going to have a main a main story, let, let's say, for instance, let's take the blueprints of what they did with Mortal Kombat 1, right? Mortal Kombat 1, even though I haven't played it, I've seen some of the story. And I can go right back to, you know, Mortal Kombat uh, 11, right? That was an amazing single-player story. Um, if they can adopt something similar, I can see them actually putting it out for sale at 70 bucks. It's going to have to have a roster that is deep. It's going to have to have a roster that is going to be no nothing short of 14 fighters, right? It has to have minimum 14 fighters. And, you know, obviously, if you buy the deluxe digital edition or whatever you're going to buy, you can turn around and you can, uh, you know, include the, you know, the, uh, the, Battle Pass or whatever it is that includes the first six guest uh, characters, whatever they are going to be, right? Um, I can see them actually charging the money. Now, again, when I say charging, we are going to be able to play it for free in your subscription service, which is ultimately what they want us to do anyway. Um, so, you know, I mean, look, I, I'm just happy that it exists still 
that it has not fallen on deaf ears of of you know just being oh well it's a, it's a title that we don't know if it's going to hit so we're just not going to make it they 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 are in a position where they don't again I say this I said this in the opening folks they don't have to sell 10 million copies of Killer Instinct what they need to do is put out a great fighter that revives a classic IP that they own put the love and care and we know that Iron Galaxy is going to do it they're going to put their TLC and professional touch on a product that they made even greater than the original developer when it released in 2013 as a launch game. Seasons two and three for Killer Instinct were phenomenal. Go now, download it, and play it. Now, granted, yes, is it as good as Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter VI? No, it is not. But if you give Iron Galaxy funding, you give them additional talent, more importantly, you give them time. They are going to do what they would they what we know that they can do, and that is bring us another killer instinct that is going to be bombastic and it's going to be memorable. And that's all they have to do. And 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 the one thing, Jamie, you know, you 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 uh, shot off a bunch of list of games, which again, when you say it like that, the amount of titles that are in development. For Xbox Game Studios is just ridiculous. And I say that to say that we don't need Killer Instinct next year. We need Killer Instinct when Iron Galaxy is done developing the game. And because there are so many games in development, and we, we know for the next three years, folks, we're getting 12 AAA must play titles out of Phil Spencer's mouth. He said that in an interview. He said specifically, the next three years are going to levy triple uh, 12, four per year, equaling 12 AAA blockbusters, folks. We're, we're in the end game now. And this is why Sony is scrambling. Nintendo, like I always say, Nintendo, don't worry about them. They're just going to do their own thing. They got a new console next year. I guarantee there's a 3D Mario to launch with it along with other a bunch of other stuff. Nintendo, they're good. Sony, on the other hand, they're in a tailspin. I don't care what anyone tells you. Uh, and it's funny, we're not going to talk about it. I think we may make mention of it on Breakfast at Boom. Are we seeing the cap from the gaming media for the PlayStation portal? Did you see ACG's review of that thing? Did you see some of the other people that are playing it, literally playing it on screen, and it's stuttering? Yeah, I think you know if people are a fan of stop motion movies, they're gonna love this this console. Um, look, if you look at the the PlayStation Portal, it's two hundred dollars. It's not a two hundred dollar handheld. You need a PlayStation Five. Yes, and uh, no one's really talking about that. They're saying, "Hey, it's cool. You can sit on your couch and you can play these games." Um, I've seen people try and take it outside the house, but there's no way to log into a browser to access other Wi-Fi networks. Because there's no browser. Yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Let, let, explain that for a second, because I don't think people understand. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah. when you have like a, an internet device, uh, like such as like a switch or anything like that, uh, there's a backend portal where it opens up a browser and where you actually connect to the Wi-Fi network. Well, 
people have taken apart the the PlayStation Paul. It's a basic Android tablet, and that's not to insult the technology in it. it. It's basically an Android tablet with a controller slapped on the side. There's no base operating system like Android or anything like that. So there is no browser, meaning you can't access out external, uh, you know, internet networks. Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah you Wi-Fi. Can ex- yeah, and uh, like they've came out with a handheld that you can't take outside the house, which. It's kind of ironic, um, you know. It's portable. Being... It's supposed to be a portable, meaning that you're supposed to go anywhere with it. But you can't. Like for instance, I think the best way to describe it is, let's say that you are going on a trip, and you fly out, and you're staying in Hotel X, right? And that's this hotel, really nice place, right? Offer free Wi-Fi. That's dope. Guess what? You can't use your PlayStation Portable because it cannot access a browser in order to access the free Wi-Fi. And uh, from what I understand, I've heard several people say this, if you go further than 20 feet from your console, you start to get stutters. Like, what, what, are, we, what are we actually doing here? This is, this is absolutely a $700 device that doesn't do shit because yeah. you, need a, you need a PS5 to use it. And well, <laughs> if you don't have a PS5, it's useless. Because it has no memory on there, you can't do anything. But listen, we'll get into further slander, if you will, tomorrow morning. Because I'm sorry, listen, Sony keeps stepping on the rakes, folks. Yeah. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, boom! You just your cons warring again, man. You're, you know, you're, 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 you're kicking the, you're kicking the pony when they're down. I'm not kicking anybody. I don't, I don't result to violence. I call it out like I see it. And the same way that when Xbox makes a boo boo, what do we, what do we do as a community? We come out, we rally around each other and point the finger and be like, yeah, this is not good, Xbox. We need to fix this. So I become a troll because Sony is making it easy to make fun of them. That's ridiculous. Sony is just doing a bunch of really dumb things. Sorry. You know, well, what are you going to do? Um, but I do want to move on to the next topic, Jamie. And this one is very, very... It, it, it's going to be very interesting because I want to hear from the chat. I want to hear because I have, we haven't talked in a minute. And I want to get your, your hot take on this. But before I do, we do have one super chat that popped in here. And it's from our very good friend, John TJ. Just a very generous $5 super chat and says, Forge is amazing. There are Call of Duty maps in Halo Infinite. Yeah, I got, I got to check that out. Um, I am playing like, uh, like I said, I'm right now I'm, I'm neck deep in uh halo um halo 3 um uh the, the, the you know the eight maps they put out it's phenomenal uh refueled as it as it were uh i, I definitely got to try those uh those um those call of duty maps that are out there but okay so jamie what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna pause the footage uh because i'm gonna do this in real time folks so i have it queued um and uh again i want to give credit where credit is due Joey Phantom Kraken on Twitter. It's at J O H A N Z E L capital V. Now he put out this clip. It's 49 seconds. And it's it's not the most of perfect put together clip, but you'll understand because I'll play it a couple of times. Now, uh what he says in this tweet is. I know this whole Xbox tax has people not believing Xbox has a different set of rules applied to them. Well, I finally found the interview with Major Nelson back in 2018, admitting 
that they do and know Xbox has a different measuring stick today. Here is the verb. Here's the verb, the tax that he's talking about. Uh, this already has 700 likes, 211 retweets, and 101 comments. Okay, so I'm going to do a quick screen share because I want you folks to hear what this is all about. Uh, there's Joey's there. Okay, so I'm going to bring this up on the screen. And let me make sure that, okay, so I'm going to play it. Let me know if you guys and gals hear this. I, I think you're not getting the credit you deserve this generation. We never will. Yeah. Generation. We never will. Yeah. You know, we've seen this. You know, we've seen this. It's like, we, we know that there's a different yardstick for the different developers. Right. It's like, we, we know that there's a different yardstick for the different developers. Right. I, you know, the Nintendo guys are great. They, you know, I've got my Switch right here in case I want to play Fortnite. Yep. 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 Um, so, I mean, those guys are great. I talked to Reggie the other day. The guys over at PlayStation, they're doing a great, they're executing. They've had tremendous success this, right. this time around. But, uh, you know, it's funny. With, with us, I think it's maybe because, I, I don't know. So yeah. I think people like, oh, I hate Windows because I have to use it at work or I'm doing email or I don't want to do this PowerPoint for work. So I, I don't know if some of that anxiety and, and, and whatnot drifts over to Xbox. But, you know, we just want to do the best we can for gamers. I, I think you're. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let it play one more time. You deserve this generation. We never will. Yeah. Generation. We never will. Yeah. You know, we've seen this. You know, we've seen this. It's like we we know that there's a different yardstick for the different developers. Right. It's like we we know that there's a different yardstick for the different developers. Right. I, you know, the Nintendo guys are great. They, you know, I've got my Switch right here in case I want to play Fortnite. Yep. 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 Um, so, I mean, those guys are great. I talked to Reggie the other day. The guys over at PlayStation, they're doing a great, they're executing. They've had tremendous success this, right. this time around. But, uh, you know, it's funny. With, with us, I think it's maybe because, I, I don't know. So yeah. I think people like, oh, I hate Windows because I have to use it at work or I'm doing email or I don't want to do this PowerPoint for work. So I, I don't know if some of that anxiety and, and, and whatnot drifts over to Xbox. But, you know, we just want to do the best we can for gamers. There you go. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring back on the footage. Oh, Jamie, let, let, let's, let, let, let's talk about this. Okay. Um, obviously there is something to be said about the Xbox tax. Now we've, we've heard that look, you said it in your opening monologue and I kind of, I want to address it as an, as a PlayStation fan. Right. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of, all platforms. I just prefer Xbox more than PlayStation. I'm sorry, that's just that's life. Um, when a PlayStation fan, folks, and please, there's 505, 500, 505 people here. Push back on me if you feel that I'm, I'm that I'm being disingenuous in any way, because I don't think I am. When a PlayStation gamer gets out on the socials and they say X, it's supposed to be looked upon as gospel. Like, well. The, PlayStation guy or gal said that, so uh, you know, I I guess it's right. Um, but when an Xbox player gets out there and we start talking about the fact that someone like Josh Sawyer, right, he got out on the socials just the other day and put out some uh, two uh, two tweets that were uh, pretty interesting, which I, I'll find after once you, once you once I hand it over to you, the mic over to you, Jamie. Uh, and I want to read because obviously this is someone else that is obviously he's he uh, he works for Xbox he works for Microsoft he is uh, you know uh, important part of Obsidian uh, and he has something he has some choice words regarding the 
um, the cutoff date, the, the supposed cutoff date for the Game Awards, uh, which was yesterday, but the the announcement of the of nominees were Monday. So it's it, it's it's perplexing, isn't it? It doesn't it doesn't make any sense. So you know, I I, I saw a lot I saw a lot of uh, the the comments I got from saying, hey, listen, you know, the Game Awards. Now again, I I I'm not crying about the Game Awards. It is what it is, folks. I'm disappointed. I said it last night. I'm not mad. I'm not angry. I'm not getting anything from Xbox outside of the enjoyment of my subscription with all the games that are in there. So I win. But am I mad? Am I am I throwing controllers? Am I am, am I kicking over garbage can? Of course, well, come on. I'm 53 years old for Christ's sake. But I'm disappointed, and I'm disappointed in the system that is supposed to be. And 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 again, I know that he's listening. Shout out to Kaysante because his problem, one of his biggest problems, is it's called the Game Awards, right? Meaning that it's supposed to represent everyone, and it actually doesn't. It represents the cool, which is Nintendo. And, and again, you, you, there's going to be people that, but, well, you know, they were nominated, you know, Hi-Fi Rush, not five noms. Hi-Fi Rush is literally so good and ultimately nearly perfect that they, it's one of those games that they absolutely could not have ignored like they did, I don't know, Starfield, for instance. That got one nomination and is going to lose that one to Larian's game, which again is brilliant. I haven't played it. It's not my type of game. Everyone I talked to was like, boom, this is amazing. So if good on you if you're enjoying it, and it's probably going to win uh, RPG of the year. It, it's just, it's just that good. That's just, you know, it's a stack deck of a year. But I hate it, Jamie, that we every time we question these uh you know the the system we, we pay them no mind what they're saying is just rhetoric and i and i and i i disagree with that i i think that you have seen very visibly how the media looks at xbox and i'm not saying that they're the, the illuminati and they're collectively banding together to give games like Starfield a bad score, like hey, I'm gonna make a call to Dan. Dan's gonna call the head of GameStop, a uh, GameSpot, and GameSpot's gonna call the head of PC Mag and say, guys, let's you know, let's you know, let let let's stick it to Microsoft. We don't like the fact that they're consolidating. They 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 own ABK now. I don't like that, so we're gonna make them pay. I I just think that these are journalists that are on a on a panel that have a vote, and that. This is this is their way of keeping Xbox down. Now, I mentioned those. I, I mentioned three entities. I don't know. You can call me a conspiracy nut, but it just so happens that all three of those entities—PC Mag, Gamespot, and IGN—well, 40, 40 plus percent of their ad rev comes away of PlayStation. So, I mean, are we are we going to ignore that? Is, is 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 that just being too conspiracy uh, nut-ish, if you will? No, I think I I. I'm, I it's out there. You can go look it up for yourself. Is it a possibility? Well, why why wouldn't it be a possibility? Because it makes too much sense? Listen, I don't know. But Jamie, I'm interested to get your take on this. What is your definition of the quote-unquote Xbox tax? It doesn't actually exist. 
you know, I've been wanting to talk about this a lot, so this is going to be fun. Um, so the Xbox- by the way, take as much time as you want. It's a conversational podcast, brother. So go crazy. So, like every time anyone talks about this, they get told they wear tinfoil hat and stuff. And no matter how many different ways you explain it, you're told you're a crazy person because the people on the other end just don't want to listen and they don't want to accept the truth. Xbox is held to a higher standard. If you go and we're going back, we're going back in time here. Uh, 2014, Xbox One gets the ability to play digital media files, and Kotaku puts out an article saying the Xbox One now lets you play pirated movies, and the thumbnail was of a pirate ship with a pirate flag, right? (laughs) A year later, the PlayStation 4 got the exact same feature, and the headline was PlayStation 4 now lets you play media files, and the thumbnail was a picture of a PlayStation. Those articles were wrote by the same person. Same story, two different angles. And it's been going on for years. The Xbox One S comes out in 2016, and it has HDR. And everyone's talking about, is this HDR thing a gimmick? And then two months later, the the PlayStation 4 Pro is announced, and Polygon puts out an article saying, the PlayStation introduces HDR to gaming. It's been going on for years. You know, the, the PlayStation hack in 2011, Lasted a month. People had no access to online. That was 2011. People kind of forgot that pretty quickly. Yet the Xbox One has been trashed. The Xbox brand has been trashed since 2013. When the consoles we got in that November didn't have DRM. That whole thing wasn't there. And like, if you even talk about Xbox or cover Xbox in a positive light in social media, people in the industry look down on you, talk down on you. But you can have a Nathan Drake profile picture and say the most toxic things in the universe and it's fine and you know this this whole thing seeps into the game awards it's like you said it's the game awards and the problem with that is everyone looks at the game awards as the definitive one whereas i just say it as one different outlet but um like look at the hogwarts legacy that is an xbox but i'll use hogwarts legacy as a a point the fact that Hogwarts Legacy isn't nominated for a single category, despite the fact it's the best-selling game of the year, it has beautiful music, beautiful visuals, it's arguably one of the best games of the year, and the fact it didn't get nominated for one category says everything you need to know. It's well, the cowards. Of- I won't say what I said last night. I use a, a, a very uh, derogatory... I, I use the F word, which I don't like to do, so I'll, I'll, I'll abbreviate it, and I'll say it again. And I will stand, I will stand and die on this square. I don't know who's responsible for this. And only because you brought it up. So now I got now I got now I gotta get I got I gotta I gotta put on a Darth Vader mask. Anyone responsible, I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's Jeff, I don't care if it's the 120 members, I don't care if it's if it however it was done, you're a bunch of effing cowards. You left a game off as if it didn't exist. It's one of my one of my favorite games of the year. I got nearly four days in that game, and I have not beaten it yet. And I'm probably not going to beat it until I have five days. So I, I'm in it. And the fact that that game, only because of the fact that it is linked through IP ownership of a person that said some things that you may or you may not agree with. I'm not picking sides. What I'm saying is that I'm standing up for the developers, the hundreds 
maybe even a thousand developers that put their blood, sweat, and tears into a game that has no right to be as good as it is, and it doesn't even exist as if it never released in 2023. That's that's my arc villain end, but please continue. Yeah, so like Hogwarts Legacy, obviously that, that's not Xbox, but it's, it proves a point that there there's stuff that goes on at the Game Awards that just means some games can't get nominated. Like the Hogwarts, Hogwarts Legacy is an amazing game. Uh, like I put it like this, for a lot of people that are listening won't know this, that I'm from Durham, and in Durham City, the first three Harry Potter films were filmed there. So bear in mind, the, the Hogwarts we see in the game is based on the Hogwarts we see in the films. And walking around Hogwarts, there's parts of that castle. I'm walking around, I'm like, oh, I've been here in real life. Durham Cathedral. And they they absolutely nailed that game. As someone that grew up with the Harry Potter books and the movies, they they've they came out with a game that people like me have wanted for like two decades. And it didn't get nominated because of the creator of the IP, despite the fact that what like 300 different people worked on that game that work all the way around the world of different shapes, sizes and whatever. Like, and it, it just goes to show like there's a, there's this like weird, like hive. I've been told about this uh, by like other Americans that in like California and all this stuff, like how they have a different mentality. I'm not really sure about that, but if you look at all the journalists, uh, like GameSpot, IGN, all that stuff, you'll notice in between the age of 25 upwards, uh, they all grew up with PlayStation. They never changed preference, and everything is anti Xbox. Like, look, people will say I'm crazy. You can't say that they looked at it differently. You really can't. Xbox, for the first time ever, has a roadmap for the next few years. PlayStation doesn't have a roadmap yet. Nobody's talking about it. It's all fine. They come out with a handheld. That doesn't do anything unless it's hooked up to a console via Wi-Fi, and it's fine. It gets an eight out of ten from IGN. Like it, it's just it's not fair. And the the whole Game Awards thing doesn't make any sense. The one category <laughs> Starfield is nominated for, it's going to lose to Baldur's Gate. Like the the second those announcements were made, I was like, okay, Baldur's Gate's going to win, and I can't wait to play Baldur's Gate, but. Like, Hi-Fi Rush is nominated for a bunch of different things, and I think deservedly so, but it's not up for Game of the Year. Like, it's one of the most original games of the year in an era where most AAA games don't take risks. They're all the same. Yet, Hi-Fi Rush was launched via a shadow drop day day one, and people love it. Everyone loved it. It has, it has one of the some of the most memorable characters of the year, and it's not getting the recognition it deserves. And like none of the categories really make sense like Bungie gets nominated for best community support but see if thieves doesn't even though it, it's well you know what's worse than that they, they their community support they just got rid of all their community staff members how does somebody not step in and say hold on a sec maybe we we, we need to fix this because this is I make it make a change for crying out loud at the, you know you could you can scratch them. I think that 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 is tone deaf in the worst way possible, Jeff. I'm ashamed. Jeff yeah. Keely, I'm ashamed of you. Like, look what they've just look at the firestorm that is Bungie right now, and 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 you, you're going to put them in that category. Yeah, I get I get it. it was uh, it was a couple of weeks before, but this is why you don't have a false narrative in the 15th being your cutoff date 
when you when it when it happened two and a half weeks ago. I'm just saying. Yeah, and if you look at like Starfield, right? Starfield has been listed as a controversial game based on nothing. No more, like the journalists will say, "Hey, are you you know Starfield? It's a controversial game. Why? Because it's owned by Xbox." And this is what really gets to me. Bethesda's been. They've had the same format of role-playing game for decades, and it's evolved over time. And are you telling me that the the straw that broke the camel's back when it comes to storytelling in a Bethesda RPG just happened to be Starfield, which was exclusive to Xbox? And it's not nominated for things like, you know, best original score, best art design. Nope, none of that. It's nominated for the one category we, we all know it's going to lose to. And I, I'm not saying, look, Starfield people whenever I talk about this people saying oh Starfield isn't game of the year I'm not saying it's game of the year I'm saying it's not nominated for enough categories and it doesn't get any it doesn't get the recognition it deserves mm-hmm. and like I think Xbox owners fans content creators we kind of sick of it it's became blatantly obvious that there's this and I do I think there's an Xbox tax Without answering it, I've just mentioned a bunch of different things which would point towards the, that there is one. And what are we meant to do? Just sit here and say, like, no, there isn't. Let it happen. And, you know, High Five Rush doesn't get nominated for the things it shouldn't. Uh, should, I, should I say Starfield doesn't get nominated for any category that we all know it might win. And look, Forza is in the best sports category. I bet that's going to lose to something like the new FIFA game. Right? I just think that, you know, we need to take a step back and realize what the Game Awards is. It's a popularity contest. It's yeah, a popularity contest true. where, look, they would people show up to watch that show if there wasn't trailers? No. Probably not. No. Yeah, probably not. And don't get me wrong. I'm going to be watching for the trailers. I don't care who wins. I do hope Alan Wake uh, 2 wins Game of the Year because that game's phenomenal. But I think that, look, people tune into that show to watch game trailers there's these cringy ads with like uh gillette razor and all this stuff <laughs> that makes that's where you were gonna go yeah and it just it just makes no sense for for like gamers to tune in to watch a, a three-hour you know game awards ceremony at two in the morning uk time where it's boring 90 percent of the awards aren't even handed on stage and do people really care best esports coach? And one of the esports coaches that were nominated came out on Twitter two days ago and said he hasn't coached in a year. So why yeah. is he nominated? It doesn't make any sense. It's a popularity contest. Xbox, is there a tax? Well, they've been tracked differently for years. And uh, like Xbox didn't get a, a game of the year nomination. And all I see on Twitter is people questioning if Xbox has qual- quality titles in development. They they asking the wrong questions, and I don't know. And it all point. I keep looking at Hogwarts Legacy. The fact that that's not nominated proves that they are just willing to pick and choose what gets nominated. Yep, absolutely. No, I mean I I think that's that's a that's a phenomenal point. I I I think that there is no real arguing that what they see what they what they see fit to be rewarded is really what it comes down to. And that and the perf- and, and the best. The best example is what Jamie just said, folks. Where's Hogwarts? We're not, we're, you know, story, nah. Best music, nah. Uh, you know, uh, the, the you know development of the uh, you know like environment, nah. None, none of that matters. Why, why? Why should it? So if that game and you know 
I mean, it's you can you can go down any path you want. If this is a deep well, folks, so by all means, dive in. But I'm just saying that let's be for real. Let's let's keep it a buck, as the kids like to say, right? If Hogwarts could be wiped off the map as if it never existed, which is what has happened. Could that ha- could 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 that happen to something like a Starfield, where it gets out of thirties? I, I you know what? Let me go to the Game Awards. I I I don't know the exact number. I'm, hold on a sec. Uh, game Awards. I'm on exactly how how pick it and find exactly nominees. Let me tell you exactly how many they are. Let me view all the categories. Okay, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, twenty-four. Okay, so thirty-one categories, folks. Now, some obviously, you know, they don't they don't really they don't really matter. Uh, obviously, Starfield is not going to be in the best family game. It's not going to be in the best sim strategy game. Of course, it makes no sense. But some of the places where it could have been. Right now, game of the year over Resident Evil 4, I think it's a given. Um, Best game direction. Yep, could have been there. Best narrative. Absolutely. Best art direction. Without a doubt. Best score and music. Are, Are we serious? Like, have you listened? To what's happening in Starfield? What about audio design? That, that doesn't get the nod for that. Okay, so it's not going to be an innovation of accessibility or maybe best performance. Uh, it's not going to be in the best mobile game or VR, AR category. But the ones I just read to you, it could have easily been in there. And, you know, I know that a lot of people, like one, one, one gentleman, again, it's his opinion, he says he doesn't see the outrage for a quote-unquote snub at a game that's like I, I think I think the PC version is an 86, right? I think the Xbox version is what is it, folks? An 83, 84? I'll look it up in a, in, in a second. I, I stopped caring, so it's it's a it's my game of the year, folks. Surprise! I love I love Starfield, um, but what's interesting is I saw a lot of people being like, "Well, boom, just a second. Those mid-80 games, I don't think there's much hubbub here. Oh, is that real? Is that is that a fact? Because I don't know. Death Stranding, 83, 11 noms. Ghost of Tsushima, one of my favorite PlayStation 4 games, without a doubt. So much so I platinumed that game. Right? Loved it. Loved the studio. Cannot wait for the sequel. That was an 83. That got the game of the year nod. So are, are we playing by the same rule? We're just not. And that is where this quote-unquote Xbox tax comes into fruition. I'm sorry. It's it's here. Now, whether you want to believe it, you want to say that I'm some sort of conspiracy nut, you want to, oh, no, it's Alex me, if you will. And I love Alex. I love his, I love his content. Thankfully, I, I wasn't thrown under the bus because, you know, he could be vicious. He just I just happened to be in there. So maybe, just maybe, Alex, if you're listening, I know you're not. But even if you're listening, I mean, maybe I got a couple of subs because of you. And I'm, I'm we're close to 14K. We're like 13, 13. We're 321 away. That's still a bit away. I mean, we still got to get to 700. But 
If you find the channel for the first time, folks, consider subscribing because I do this five days a week. But, Jamie, anything in closing that you'd like to add? Because normally this is like a 70-minute show. I don't want to hold you up too much unless you want to talk about another topic. That's up to you. Um, any Anything in closing, especially when it comes to some of the games that I mentioned that are PlayStation exclusives. Um, oh, you know what? I got I got a question for you. Okay. And I will ask it as soon as I'm done reading the super chats. There's been quite a few of them. Wow, wow, holy crap. It got out of control. It's 14 of them. Jamie, give me a second, brother. Let me catch up with all these generous folks. Uh, Capital Dream. First of all, welcome to the program, Capital. I'm glad to see you here. Thank you for the generosity. He says this after dropping a $5 super chat. Hey, boom. Do, do you, does anyone on the panel know what's Phil Spencer's position on the panel of the Game Awards? I, th- I I don't specifically know what he, I know he's on the board. Um, I don't know if he is a someone that picks the games. I know there's a board. I don't know if the same board of people are, uh, pe- you know, like entities that actually pick. I know he is actually on the board. What else he does, I'm, I honestly, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, I'll find out, brother. And when I do, I will, I will uh, make mention of it in one of the upcoming shows. Uh, Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, I want the characters from all Xbox franchises and Killer Instinct. Brother, from you're, you're preaching to the choir, brother. I hope that happens. We need Doom Guy. We need Master Chief. We need Cortana. We need uh, Joanna Dark. Um, you need the, the, the character from Fable. I mean, I, we can just keep going. Power Armor from Fallout. It, it's limitless. What about what I don't know? What about Ghost from uh, from uh, God? That would be kind of freaking dope, man. I would love it. I think that the 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 possibilities are limitless. Uh, now, if you really want to get like crazy and freaky, because remember there was a Battle Toad in there, and that was originally cartoony. What if they made a Conquer that was kind of like lifelike, like that? Or and this is crazy, even a banjo, like. <laughs> freaking dope would that be that would be amazing um bold alpha wolfpack generous friend of the program drops five dollars from chat and says and they treat us like mental patients when we tell them uh tell them parasilly is so dismissive but there it is i mean look i i said this to paris when he was on the show and i cannot believe that he took two days of his time to be on the show. And it's a big deal. This is a small channel. Like we, we don't get a lot of big names and I, and I like Paris. I don't always agree with Paris and he knows it. And you know what Paris more than likely, I think it's safe to say probably doesn't always agree with me, but I still think we can have a conversation and not make it, make it personal. Like some other knuckleheads on the internet have done. Um, But I hear you alpha wolf and I appreciate it, brother. Thank you for the generosity as always. Uh, um, Ab, Ablaz, 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 two thousand and nine drops a very generous five pound super chat and says, "Only found your channel recently, but have become a daily listener. That is awesome, dude! Welcome to the program and thank you for the generosity." He says, "Huge Xbox fan, but also own a PlayStation. Love the channel. Xbox tax is real. Yeah, dude. Listen, I got the Spider-Man plates on the way. I finally got them." I have my Spider-Man 2 uh, DualSense. Um, I bought the digital. Del- I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't apologize for enjoying Spider-Man 2. 
I got 15 and a half hours in. I, I'm not even close to beating it because, like I said, I'm a map guy, so I, I'll beat it after I have 50 hours. That's just how I'm going to do it. I will try to platinum it. I don't think that it deserves seven noms. I just don't. Uh, and not because of the bugs, just because it is it's very Spider-Man. It, and, and it's not that it's a bad thing. It does a lot of really great things, but it is very much Spider-Man when you look at something like Starfield that does so many things. You know, like I like my my biggest thing with Starfield is that no matter who you speak to, and this is the magic of it, this is this is why it's special, folks. Take 10 people that have played Starfield and ask one same question. Ask the same question to all 10 people. You know what you're going to get? You're going to get 10 different answers. That's why it's special. Because the story that you're being told is the story that you are developing. Not a lot of games do that. And this game allows you to do that, which is why it's special. Why no one saw that for it? I I I I'm perplexed. I'm just I just don't know. Uh, Jonas the dad. First of all, brother, I want to apologize because he dropped a super chat. Um, on I think it was one of the shows at the beginning of the week. It was right before we we closed down, and I saw it. So shout out to you, Jonas. I don't have it in front of me, but thank you as always for the generosity. He's, he's been a channel member for a month, and he says this: Boldar's Gate Three wins RPG, and Spider-Man Three wins Game of the Year. It will be a shame, of course. No Hogwarts, no Starfield, no way. What a joke. Hit that like button. Brother, thank you so much for the uh, the, the support. But, of course, thank you for being here. Uh, Lieutenant Hulk. Love the name, brother. Welcome back. He drops $2. Super Chat and says, it's crazy that Boldar's Gate 3, a 2020 early access game, is up for game of the year. Yeah, it's it's, it's just weird, the, the rules. I, I don't know. It's 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 it, to me it just doesn't seem fair, but it's like I said I, I I'm I'm just disappointed with the process. That's that's the best thing I could say. Um, Nintendo the otaku drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says the same PlayStation fanboys that deny that there's an Xbox tax will say that Nintendo always gets a pass no matter what they do in the same breath. I mean Nintendo does get a lot of passes. I'm the problem, folks. I, I buy all their remakes. I'm, I'm a Nintendo guy. I got 80 boxed games. I got 80 physical games for the Switch. I don't apologize for it. I, I, I remember I'm I'm an o, I'm an OG. I got my first Nintendo when I was 15 for my birthday, and I've been a fan ever since. Yeah, they, they do rake us over the coals, and their their business practices aren't great, but their games are just phenomenal. So yes, I'm a part of that problem. Uh, we have a uh, bold alpha. Oh no, hold on. I'm sorry. Ga uh, gamer by choice drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says Starfield has diverse characters that make it controversial. I assume it's sad that we are in this state of the world. Yeah, it's disgusting. It is. It, it, it's everyone is represented in that game. I don't understand what, what what's the controversy about it because you can you can choose to be uh, you know straight or potentially have uh, you know, a, a different, uh, you know, uh, uh, point of view from your sexual orientation. That's a problem. That's that's in real life, folks. And it's OK to do either. Love is love, folks. I'm sorry if you don't agree with me. I hear you. But everyone is welcome in this channel. I don't care about any of that stuff. And it should be like that in gaming. Everyone should be uh, uh, everyone should be involved. It should not be exclusive. It should be inclusive. Gaming is and should be 
inclusive. That's all I will say. Uh, Bold Alpha Wolfpack drops an additional $5 super chat and says, I think it's some subliminal messaging that Xbox has inferior is inferior on the VGA nominees. Only, uh, uh, only this, the last two gens were conditioning the conditioning period. <laughs> oh my goodness. I mean, what I can say is my, my best stab at it, if you will, my best guess on why uh, Xbox is not looked upon as a relevant platform is because gaming journalism is a very young man's game, right? And those young men and women have grew up as PlayStation fans, and that's their brand, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just here to tell you that maybe because I'm old and I have a very high bar for myself personally, integrity is an important part of what we do here in Double Barrel Gaming, right? Honor, integrity, transparency, inclusiveness. Those are incredible, literally the, the pillars that hold up Double Barrel Gaming. If I'm going to go out there and I'm going to I'm going to say something I know is not true, then you should not be subscribed to me. You should unsubscribe immediately. But that will never happen because that's not how I roll. Um, it's okay to be a fan of something. It absolutely is okay. But you got to call it like it is. Even if your even if your favorite brand is is doing it wrong, you you, you got to call it out. That's not that's not the new generation. That's not this this particular generation, unfortunately. Um, Andy Hart, who's been a channel member for 18 months, says Starfield uh, was not for me. I'm sure it wasn't an Xbox game. It would be it would be nominated. I mean, Andy, you're you're I, I think you're right. Um, my my take and I want to bring Jamie in in a second and I, and I will catch up with the remainder of the super chats in a minute. Um, if this is what Sony wanted it to be, and that is a PlayStation exclusive. Never, never coming to an Xbox. Let's say, for instance, the Bethesda purchase doesn't happen and PlayStation locks up this game. I am I am telling you, and I say this with full authority, this would have gotten the most nominations any one game would have ever gotten because it was a PlayStation exclusive. And I, I, I'm not saying that to be console worry. That is my honest-to-God opinion. Jamie. My question to you, kind sir, is this. Because we because the, the industry is packed with the Dan Stapletons of the world, I said <laughs> something, I, I, I said something to the guys in primetime gaming, and I'm not gonna say who agreed or disagreed. What I am gonna say is my opinion, this is me, because I came up with this, is that because Microsoft has become this bombastic. Uh, entity in gaming that is is going to come to a point, Jamie, that cannot be denied. You're not going to be able to ignore Xbox. They own Bethesda, they own Blizzard, they own King, they own Activision, and that's just that's just a tip of the spear. More entities are coming, whether that's Square Enix, whether that's um, Sega, whether that is Sobo and certain Affinity and all these other studios that they're working with, it's going to continue. My personal opinion, Jamie, and I want to get yours, is because they have become so relevant and it's so anti-Xbox already, 
is every game released via Activision, Blizzard, XGS, or even Bethesda going to start off with an asterisk because it's an Xbox exclusive? I think it will. I think it's going to start off a bit rough, but over time it's going to get better because Microsoft's going to be putting out so many big games each year that the industry industry folk will they won't be able to ignore it anymore like microsoft's going to come out with at least four big games every year not to mention smaller games and remasters in between and like look let, let's look at the uh, microsoft games are always viewed differently and I, I saw someone in chat can't remember who it was but remedy remedy's games used to be exclusive with xbox and now all of a sudden because of alan wake 2 and don't get me wrong alan wake 2 is a masterpiece in my opinion it's a master class achievement by remedy yeah 100%. Yeah, uh, and like Alan Wake, uh, it gets called a bit niche in the media. Quantum Break, it gets called niche, and then you know, Control, people love it. They say the combat's amazing, which it is. Quant, uh, Alan Wake Two comes out, great. Like I just said, uh, Alan Wake Two, but that just happens to be the game that makes people go, you know what? Is Sam Lake a genius? He's always been a genius. And then I see <laughs> bloody Polygon yesterday saying, "Was Quantum Break overlooked?" Let's talk about it. It's like. You overlooked it. Like, like we've all been talking about Quantum Break for years. It's original. You don't see time travel stories like that in AAA gaming. It did Dude, something. it's gorgeous. Yeah. Folks, to Jamie's point, please go download this masterclass achievement from Remedy. Quantum Break is of balls. So much so that when it came out, I got 1,000 out of 1,000 achievements. And that last one, that last boss, what a MF yeah. to try and get that last achievement. Holy shit. It took me like 30 tries. Yeah. Outside of the, the last boss, the the game's incredible. But It's like, just amazing. To yeah. see them overlooked like that, for, because they were clearly like working with Microsoft, it, it, there is a bias there. And like people don't have to agree with me, but at the end of the day, it's like, how come Alan Wake people look fondly on it the second the remaster is released? When Quantum Break is brought up now, people think, "Oh yeah, no, it was actually a good game." Uh, Alan Wake Two is multi-platform and it's a masterpiece, and it is a masterpiece. But I, I hate the fact that Remedy got overlooked for what fifteen years because they worked with Microsoft. Like that's just not fair. And we're going to see this for like ongoing titles, like next year when Call of Duty comes out. Uh, let's say it's it's the best Call of Duty to date, and it launches day one in Game Pass. You're going to see some things in the media that just kind of nitpick it. Yeah. Any any reason whatsoever, and like you're saying, like if Starfield was under like the PlayStation exclusivity, which they originally wanted, uh, they would be nominated for all sorts. But like, I I just find it funny, and I'm shaking my head. Like Starfield is called controversial for existing <laughs> like and it makes no sense so like we're going to see this stuff bleed over to the activision stuff but it, it's going to get to a point where they put out so much so so many new titles that are actually good uh like you know hellblade 2 next year avowed and all that stuff like they they will look too obvious to be nitpicking and they'll have to actually be honest for a change yeah i again i i i really believe that i i think that they're gonna because what 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 are, what it appears is PlayStation is in a tailspin, right? Um, we know that there is now a change of direction because there was a massive change in leadership. And we know 
that they don't have anything for 2024 outside, of course, of the remakes for Horizon Zero Dawn and The Last of Us 2. Um, now, it's going to be pretty interesting if those somehow get into the game of the year as, as remasters, right? Like, it, it wouldn't, it literally wouldn't surprise me. Folks, I've already said this publicly. When I say there's an asterisk, okay, only because he said it, I'm talking about Dan Stapleton, there will be ramifications within the industry if Microsoft makes these two particular games exclusive, one of which was, of course, uh, Starfield. He gave a seven. Even though he said he, he wrote his article, it was an eight. But the way it read, it gave it a seven. Okay, fine, whatever. But I'm telling you right now, and Jamie, I don't know if you agree with this, the, the next, uh, I was going to say Skyrim, the next Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 6, is going to get a 7, no matter oh, yeah. how good it is. Yeah. Like, I, I put it like this. I've been doing a social experiment on Twitter since Starfield came out. I'll post gameplay of me, you know, doing space combat, going into a base, and the replies are pretty much all positive. But if I post a clip of me just walking to a location, vile comments. People, yeah, I know. People like like if people want to laugh, go to one of my posts uh, where I post like just a clip of me walking. I do it on purpose because it brings out the crazies for some reason. Now this is Starfield. This is a new IP, and we saw we saw it coming. But when Elder Scrolls Six comes out, hell on earth is going to open up. It's going to be it's going to be amazing to watch and also terrifying at the same time because like even though like that is years away, it's twenty twenty six or whatever. But at the same time, like. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? Let's say it comes out and it's great and it's amazing. It's it's like the new Skyrim. Um, it's going to be salty online. And like Dan Stableton, like like a lot of people in the media just come across really unprofessional. If you call it out, you're in the wrong. Look at um, I think it was Metro in the UK, which nobody should take them seriously, but unfortunately, people in the media do. Well, they're uh, a part of the voting board, so yeah. I mean, they 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 have clout. Yeah, but they shouldn't. Like they they said they would they couldn't give Starfield a higher score because that because Microsoft's output is low. Yeah. Like they also said the same thing about Hi-Fi Rush. We'd love to give it a higher score, but because there's been a, 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 a not a good track record of first party games, we can't. How does that even somebody in the in the chat make make that make sense for me? These are the I'm just saying it doesn't make sense. Like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because when I talk about this, I know for a fact I'm making sense. People agree with me, but just like every so often, someone, some media person will reply to me saying, "Well, it doesn't work like this, Jamie." Blah blah blah. It's like it's so obvious. Like how is the one Starfield is the big thing that people should point out. How is the one Bethesda RPG that people look at negatively an Xbox exclusive? Yet, you know, Fallout 4, beloved. Fallout 3, beloved. Starf- uh, Skyrim, Oblivion, all beloved. But Starfield is the one that people look at ne- negatively. It's 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 controversial. It's controversial for existing. And we see these 83 listed, like you were saying earlier, these 83 listed Metacritic games go up for Game of the Year in the past. It's because in 83, Metacritic for PlayStation is higher than in 83 for Xbox. Yeah. Like nothing makes sense right now. I'm looking at the nominees. Sorry, I'm mumbling, but no, Final no, no, Fight... no, go 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 crazy, but it's a conversational podcast. Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy, um, like uh, fourteen is up for 
Uh, where is this? Uh, best ongoing game makes sense, but you have like Cyberpunk 2077. Like Ridiculous. none of these, ca- like, yeah, none of these. Ca- like Cyberpunk is not an ongoing game. It got an expansion. The game was actually fixed in 2022, but the media somehow forgot that and just well, they destroyed that game. Did, didn't the media destroy that game? Did yeah. PlayStation actually stop selling yeah. it and pulled it from their store? Yeah, it, it's crazy and. Uh, like I don't like look. Um, I'm look like lies of pay, right? I know it's not a PlayStation thing, but like I'm going back onto the categories. Like things in this industry just don't make sense. And uh, like I was pointing about that part Hog- of RPG that should be best action yeah, game. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like Hogwarts Legacy uh, again. The fact that Hogwarts Legacy isn't nominated for anything proves that. There's people in the industry, they will just ignore things, let things slide because they don't agree with certain situations. Like, hell, J.K. Rowling didn't make Hogwarts Legacy. The way these journalists act, they make it act like she was sitting behind a computer, coding away on Unreal Engine, making the game herself, when she didn't. You know, she was sitting at home probably reading a book. But people act, like, really weird online. And it's... It's like the game industry is technically a joke, right? We all we all try to take it seriously, but like people that get paid for a living behind a desk that write for gaming don't take it seriously, and that's the problem. Yeah, listen, it, it's again, it's unfortunate. No one, no one here at Double Barrel Gaming or any of the people, panel members I've had or have like lost their shit over a game not getting nominated because it's just not that serious. There's much more important things going on in the world than this game. It again, it, for me, I rank it as I'm just very disappointed in the system, and I feel that um, if we don't say something, if we do not get out in front and be like, hey, you know what? There is a problem here. Let's let's hash it out. Why, why is this happening? Then it's just going to continue to happen. Now, some people be like, "Well, boom, it is continuing to happen." So why why bother saying anything? Because that's just who I am as a character, folks. My character does not like injustice. I will not stand by and watch it. And uh, I I feel that it's it, it for me. I have to say something. And and usually it's I I think I'm pretty on point. Like I I, I I'm pretty fair with my commentary i don't go out of my way to be a troll but you know it's it, not everyone's gonna agree that's that's perfectly fine um we have a couple more super chats to get here and then we'll do outros and we'll get you out of here jamie uh we have um bold alpha Wolfpack drops an additional very generous five dollar super chat and says i don't believe there is a group per se it's in the zeitgeist this this is what people outside of the ecosystem assume I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't think that there is a, I don't think there is a, a, a group of lizard men and women that are trying to destroy Xbox from the inside through journalism. I, I, I just, I just don't, folks. Um, I think that you have journalists that have, uh, you know, they, they have an agenda, and if they don't like Xbox, they are not going to pick it, and that is what's happening right now. And I think Jamie said something pretty interesting that, and I've said this before. Xbox is going to have so many bangers, quote unquote, that there's going to be a point where the game journalists, even though they want to hurt Xbox, are not going to be able to deny them. It's just, just there's going to be too many great games to deny. But I will say, just keep an eye out for the pattern because we've seen it. 
Starfield gets a seven. Not, not, not by everyone, of course. It got a lot of nines and a lot of nine fives and even got some tens. I think it was like a total of 51 nines or above. So it did really well. A lot of people did love this game. It was a, it was a select few that, you know, like Jim Quisition gave it a four. Come on, dude. Like I, your credit, your cred stick guy has been removed. You can't, you can't give a game a four. Then again, they gave a four. Uh, IGN gave a four to IGN. Um, uh, they, 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 IGN should have given IGN a four. You're absolutely right. Uh, They gave Call of Duty, which I, I played through. I look, I really enjoyed it because I know it's, it's, it's not, you know, traditional Call of Duty because they had like a lot of the um, war zone levels in there. Folks, I actually spent days. I found every freaking weapon in that game. I got the 90 point achievement. It one eluded me for like a day. It was it was bananas. I finally got it. So I got my 90 point achievement. I'm very happy. I I, I really enjoyed it. Now I played a little bit of the multiplayer. Look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get what people see in this game. Uh it is not Halo Infinite. Uh I like Call of Duty. I played a little bit of the multiplayer just really not for me um apparently it's 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 the best one since black ops but i'm not a you know call of duty guy so i, I really can't tell um nintendo otaku an additional five dollars super chat and says you got to talk about polygon saying people slept on quantum break when it came out uh ignoring that it was blasted by the media for being an xbox exclusive yeah actually well he we thanks to jamie we did actually say that so uh, I hope that you're you're uh, you're you know, that you heard that uh, Nintendo. Thanks for the additional five dollars super chat. We also have a very generous twenty dollars super chat from Dreadful Sean, who says people need to stop questioning Xbox and start questioning the media slash voters. All of the Game of the Year noms are remasters or sequels. Devs are going to stop being original and just remake old games. Create uh, creativity will be. A huge dip. Hey, I got one for you. And we'll get out of here in a second, folks. Oblivion. Now, I don't know where your personal love. It's probably one of my favorite Bethesda games. Like I am a huge Oblivion fan. I still have the collector's edition with the cloth map and, and the coin. I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Now, that is getting a remake. Right? Now, I mean, that's what we, that's the rumor. Is it a remaster? I hope not. I hope it's a full on, like, real balls to the wall remake, like Resident Evil 4 remake. If and when that happens, folks, I could tell you right now, even if it is absolutely astoundingly great, it will not get in the game of the year category because, well, it's, you know, it's a remake. We've, we've already played this game. Resident Evil 4 is hanging out over there. I'm just saying that again. It's just the rule books are different. Um, Andy Hart drops an additional two pounds super chat and says, "My game of the year is Alan Wake Two. It's a strong pick, dude. Alan Wake Two is phenomenal. Um, I get a little discharged with the uh, you know with the with the true crime thing where you're going into the room, you got to put the papers everywhere." I don't really like that that much, to be honest with you. But I I get it. I get what they're trying to. So I'm 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 pushing through it. But I do like the action sequences. Um, and uh, we we Robo uh, 2024, who's been a channel member 
for 13 months says quantum break remaster for xbox series x new 1000 gamer score yes i will take that um for the new playthrough and halo should be one of the best ongoing in community yeah, dude i i someone actually asked how much better i think it was bold alpha wolfpack that dropped a monster super chat and says how much better does xbox actually need to get like if like look again look the game in front of you season five is on the legendary scale bro it is so freaking good i can't stop playing it i spent six hours yesterday playing halo i did not regret one minute of it and i'm gonna continue to play and and, and record footage of it it's just it's just amazing but jamie let's sell your brand kind sir obviously you have an amazing youtube channel i'd like you you're closing in on five thousand subscribers which is i think you're at two four point two three as of this morning like you to you know like like you to continue to grow your channel because it is great work that you do over there by all means tell everyone where they can subscribe to your youtube channel but more importantly strike up a conversation with you on social media yeah, thank you very much, man. Uh, you know, growing my YouTube channel's been slow because, like, long story short, my health has been... I've had health issues for the past two years, so weekly content outside of podcasts hasn't been a thing. Uh, finally, I am getting back to weekly videos where I cover Xbox. It's uh, I don't really do the fanboy thing. It's strictly covering Xbox, Xbox-centric topics. I do top lists every month. Uh, you know, I have all things Xbox podcast on Tuesdays where it's a very chill you know, show where we cover everything in the Xbox space, because I think, I think, you know, the Xbox community, they need more uh, support when it comes to content creators, right? There's not, like, if you, if you're a PlayStation fan, you have these like million plus subscriber channels, which have these massive communities, which you can talk to. But I think on Xbox, uh, even though there's a lot of smaller channels, we're more close knit. And I kind of really like that. Um, but anyway, I have some really cool things planned for the channel in 2024. Uh, some big things, like you said, I'm, I'm getting close to 5,000 subscribers. Um, yeah, it's just Xbox, purely Xbox. And uh, I cover mainly single player games when it comes to Xbox, uh, not really the live service thing. And uh, yeah, uh, if people want to subscribe, that would help. It's, uh, it's always a good time. And uh, yeah, what can I say? I, I, the stuff I've got planned for the channel in 2024, I don't. I can't say, but some really cool stuff planned. I'm going to start doing on-camera content soon, which is really cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah, thanks for having us on, man. Well, thank you for being a part of it. Uh, of here today, D- definitely appreciate. Uh, we got to come back much sooner than uh, like a two-year gap for sure. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I want to say a big thank you to all of the outstanding super chats that came in as they continue to do. And again, Mrs. Boom and I are incredibly grateful. Uh, that we that you uh, you bless us each and every show with your generosity, and of course we turn that around and we try to deliver back uh, to the community as much as we can. Uh, obviously, you already know we did a a big five hundred dollar giveaway in September, uh, a big giveaway for five hundred dollars in November, and we have uh, and again if you're finding the channel for the first time, folks, this December because we made six years November third on YouTube. Uh, we're doing our sixth annual Christmas with Mr. and Mrs. Boomstick. And that Breakfast with Boom, we it's going to be a two-hour show. We're giving away in two hours the most we've ever given, ever, 
since our existence on YouTube, $1,500 worth of prizes. Um, that is going to be 10 $100 gift cards to your choice of Steam, Xbox, PlayStation, or Nintendo eShop. Uh, and of course, the two grand prize winners, which will be will be uh, announced at the end of that show, are for two two hundred and fifty dollar gift cards. So it's going to be a total of twelve gift cards, uh, equaling uh, fifteen hundred dollars worth of prizes. Uh, the first six are going to go to channel members, and the next six are going to be anyone that is in the chat. I'll have the hashtag ready, and I'll drop that as I always do. You put the hashtag in. And well, we let the 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 picker, you know, pick the winner. And of course, if you win, even if you're outside of the Americas, we will honor that. We're one of the few channels that actually do that. And if let's say, for instance, you're on the other side of the pond or in Australia, we will send you the equal money uh, through PayPal. That's the only way we do it is through PayPal for protection and safety for us. And uh, yeah, we, we we if you support the channel, we're going to support you even if you are outside. Of the country so again big thank you to all the super chats because those allow for us to do the big giveaways big thank you to all the channel members and of course as always i'm going to close out the show with something that's incredibly important to me folks hopefully one day it'll be important to you and that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids and he would say craig treat others how you want to be treated and also it doesn't cost anything to be nice you live by those rules craig i can guarantee you going to have an awesome day. So take care, everyone. And we'll see you next week on the newest episode of X Vlog Live.